0: It's time for the Motown Rundown, presented by Impact 89 FM, WDBM. This is your home for all things Detroit sports, from the Lions and Tigers to the Pistons
1: and Red Wings. Now here's your host, Ryan Rabinowitz.
0: Welcome in to episode 32 of the Motown Rundown. Ryan Rabinowitz, Trenton Bailey, Brian Collins you know drill. Uh, how we doing boys happy easter happy late easter happy Re- recording uh recording a day late today because we were well you, collins you were here for some reason yeah i don't know why were you exiled from your home you could have always come to my house for easter no easter supper.
2: I, I i don't know why looking back at it it was like my mom was, your mom's my, probably crushed oh i mean she wasn't happy but she wasn't mad she was, like, oh. she was just disappointed. I, no, because I said like a couple weekends before, because for some reason I thought they were going to be out of town, that I could do the green and white report. And I just like kind of forgot to like weasel my way out of like doing the green <laughs> and white report. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll just stay up here. All my roommates were up here, so it wasn't that bad. So That's, yeah. Good, that's good. Yeah, but Easter season, start of fit Chet season, like pastels what were you wearing at easter
0: i had a uh, I had a vineyard vines oh, uh classic. it was a
2: light blue
0: purple and pink uh collared shirt i wore to church how'd it look i i love it my mom couldn't stand it i got the shirt out at the vineyard vines outlet in south carolina we went out there for my brother's baseball tournament she didn't like it i think the whole vineyard vines look is like you got to be a little edgy yeah it i sounds love the sweet. edgy yeah, a little edgy. A little out there with the colors. It's all, I like, it's I the, like it's to the, go against the It's grain. the purples and pinks and whatever. I would love to see what Trent's Easter
2: outfit looked like. It, well, I, he I, was I, the Easter bunny. I, I, he dressed no, up I, in the costume. I
1: posted on Instagram. It was a, a black, like, Hawaiian shirt, kind of. <laughs> if it wasn't Hawaiian, it was, like, pink flowers, and then there was a big orange <laughs> tiger in each pink flower. Trent, do I not
2: follow you on a, Instagram?
0: He was wearing a Pistons uh, a, a Pistons jersey pistons or pistons warm-up pistons warm-up jacket suit jacket jumpsuit type deal here here it is for here. easter i'll show you uh, i just followed you. Let me see. oh that's a, see. a fire shirt yeah, I'm, I'm i didn't t- t- see I'm it i'm telling I, you i just i don't think i like that one i mean i don't no, well, yeah I, well, questionable, questionable denim, the questionable brothers valley, denim choice but belly yeah the denim shorts are questionable yeah, no, with my the brother fire. my
1: brother has a barstool van talk shirt on
2: <laughs> <and then laughs> at my, yeah yeah
0: also, speaking of speaking of denim, and Collins and I were talking about this before we picked you up because Trent, you wear shorts like twenty four seven. I do. Yep. It's like seventy five degrees here in East Lansing today. It's the nicest day of the year, that's and you got beautiful. people wearing like jeans and coats. Like, figure it out. They're a cop. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. You, Collins? Goes. What are you? What are you a cop? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, what, are you, what are you wearing you, you jeans for? Be
1: miserable. Oh, I'm sweating
2: right now, dude. Sitting it's sa- it's sandal season. I just looked like a complete. I last year, once it got nice, I just like would walk from like. Wonders to acres and sandals, which is for anyone. <laughs> Ryan, good like, for a, the, no, good for the bunions. I've made the trip. For anyone with the reference, it's like a 35-minute walk because I just love sandals. It's a great look. <laughs> it's not a great look. <laughs> it's <laughs> just so comfy. Whatever you say, it's man. So I, I'm so it's lazy. It's a great choice. No, That's it's so it lazy. I, I'm so lazy to put on shoes. I'm like, ugh. <sighs> I guess I'll put on sandals. It's warm enough. That's fair. I oh, watch uh, 35 minutes. Well, a,
0: a, a beautiful Monday around 2 30 p.m. as we record, at, right after class, always grinding. The meter is running, so we will Dude, get moving. This is such a tough industry, I'll tell you. Yeah, I know. It, just, it never, <laughs> never sleeps. <laughs> Motown runner never sleeps. Uh, first news I want to bring up today uh, Steve Eiserman is back. Dude. Big news over the weekend. Steve Eiserman named executive vice president and general manager Ken Holland, quote unquote, promoted. To senior vice president, I guess uh the Illich's family way of of being nice and not kicking him out the door. Uh huge news. I mean, I don't I don't know how what the contract looks like of how long he's supposed to be here. I didn't see any numbers. All I know is over the weekend this was probably one of the most exciting things to happen in Detroit sports in recent memory. I mean, it was something that was in the works and we talked about it, and then you hear the rumors that is gonna go to New York, and then here he is. He's back home. Feels great. It just like it's, it's one of those things where, um, I mean, it obviously, can go either way. Like this can be a phenomenal thing to happen, or it can be a disaster. And all signs point to that's going to be phenomenal because of what he's done with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Granted, uh, not a not a great playoff uh, appearance for them this year. Hey,
1: he's on his way out, and they fail.
0: Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's it's good to have him here. I mean, I don't know. I just how you guys felt here in that
2: news over the weekend. Uh, I mean. You wake up, by the way, really weird for them to just, like, tweet it out at, like, 6.30 in the morning on Friday. Right. So I'm, like, kind of tripled (laughs) waking up like on Friday trying to get to class after, like, a late night. And I'm like, wait, what? Is this true? And and it's it's not, like, surprising, but it, it is surprising because it made too much sense. Yeah. It, it was like one of those things where it was like too good to be true. Yeah, yeah. It, You never really thought it was going to actually happen, and it actually did happen. And it's just like a home run hire. I, there, you really yeah. can't be like he he can't get a cup here. Like you can't logically say that with what the work he did in Tampa. Right. And so I I mean he bet the the may, the way he made it sound though that he said like, pump the brakes. It's going to be a long haul. Haul. So I I could see them doing a lot of reconstruction this summer though. So yeah, that's my take. <laughs> Thank <laughs> Great, great stuff. After I uh, just fumbled that trying to like speak words for about a good two minutes. <laughs> that's like we do that sometimes. Yeah, Sorry. Right. Um home run hire.
1: Rabinowitz broke it to me, actually. You texted us in the, the Motown run and I woke yeah. up
0: and saw that first. Texted everyone. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean you had to.
0: I don't know why. Oh, actually, so this broke Friday. I was in Ann Arbor for my my buddy's twenty first birthday on Thursday night. Slept Why? on my buddy's floor that
1: looked like a great time by the way it was a good
0: time I you know I'll tell you I don't want I don't want to get into it as far as the the Rick scene waited in line for an hour not not, not harbor <laughs> <great. laughs> yeah not great but anyway they just don't do it like East Lansing I woke up I rolled over on the floor My uh, back was stiff as can be checked the phone hey look at that Steve Eiserman's coming home And I went right back to sleep so yeah, I mean, not not a ton to say about it. Nothing's happened as far as moves and whatever. But you know, I I, Collins, I think you know it, it's a weird, as 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 weirdly as it was put. I think it makes a lot of sense of like it was, it was this such a fantastical, like almost like a dream yeah, to have it, him come back to where you're like, oh, it's gotta happen. But it's like so crazy that it like can't. It's but like, it did.
1: It's like the one of the only scenarios last. 50 years in Detroit sports where the best case scenario happened. No, yeah. You, Seriously.
2: Like, actually, like, I was at the last game at the Joe, and when he came out to talk, everyone's to see on the come home, Stevie!" Yeah. Like, he, at, at that point, I was say, oh, this is never going to happen. Like, he, he's got a cushy job in Tampa or right. whatever. Like, they're rolling. Why would he want to come here? And he did. So, I mean, it. it now it's now he's got a little pressure, but I I I, it, I don't think this will ever affect his legacy. Like people, like yeah, no. like he's it can't. It, no, I it really can't. It's not a situation where like Phil Jackson goes to be like an executive at the Nets and literally like blows up the organization. Well, yeah, and <laughs> he's
1: coming back to an organization with high expectations, and he's used to that climate. It's just that this team does not have expectations like he, right now.
2: People are like, if he doesn't get a cup, it's going to be a failure. Yes, it'll be a failure, but I I don't think that's. A legacy tanking, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I, I don't,
0: I don't think you can put that all on him as far as getting the cup. I think because that you come home. I mean, he's this is his. I mean, he was here for twenty whatever years. He was in the front office for a bit before going to Tampa Bay. I mean, maybe if he was going from Tampa to like I don't know to New York and he doesn't get it done there, yeah. then it's like okay, well, yeah. what's this guy's reputation? But he, he comes home. I think the the best thing that this does is it gives people a reason to buy back into the Red Wings if you haven't already, purely because yep. of just the the sticker the sticker shock value, whatever, whatever you want to call it. I'm just seeing, Oh, Steve Eiserman's here now. He's the GM. Everyone loves Steve Iserman. And so for that reason alone, I think people are, are now back on the train with the Red Wings. And they think that, you know, because he's here, at least that things will get better, which they will. I mean, it's just, it's going to be a process and he's got a lot to do. And he said that in his, in his press conference, that there's a long list of things to do this offseason for him, but you just got to give it time. I think, I think, Keeping Ken Holland on was a, probably a smart move because it's a good. I think it's a good look for the organization to keep Ken Holland around because, I mean, the wings are all you know tradition, original six, and I just think it was more of Ken Holland's time to, to move on and, and pass on the more more of the operations as far as uh, putting the team together to someone else, which, which is now happening. So,
2: I, I looked at it. By the way, I thought about this way off topic. Steve Iserman was so like good and kind of cool that he made the number nineteen cool. Nineteen yeah. is yeah. a terrible number. Annibal Sanchez. Yeah, it's a terrible <laughs> number. It really is. That's why, I, that's why. I wore nineteen when no, I was growing no, no, up. No, no, seriously. Yeah. He made he made it cool. That's yeah. a that's when you know, right? Like yeah. There, yeah. there are certain yeah. numbers You're that gender- are just iconic. No, no, like, yeah, like thirty
0: three no. and
2: twenty three and, yeah. and you know, and nineteen. Steve Yzerman. Yes. you think about that. Exactly. I pretty, agree.
1: It's pretty wild. I got a question for you guys before we move on. Okay. Over under six years before the Cubs back in Detroit.
2: Mm. Oh,
1: <laughs> I, th- I think six is a pretty good number. Over, like, at,
2: I can see it, like, at six. I, I, Detroit Red Wins are the only team I, like, truly believe that are actually building something real right yeah. now. Like, yeah, the Tigers yeah, are yeah, too, yeah, Tigers are, like, too, like, like, in the introductory part of their rebuild. I well, can't really get it's a read. still
1: foggy with who your pieces are. Yeah,
2: and I feel like Detroit's, like, already made a couple really good moves in this rebuild. Like, picking up Taro Hirose. Like great move, yeah. yeah. Like you're, that's like a depth guy you can have. Like he'll be a good third line right. guy for you. Dylan Martin's proved that he can take it to another level this year. Like he looks like he's going to be a good leader for Tuesday. Like they have guys. L- they have like the worst def- defenseman in the entire NHL, and they like. I feel like that's a fixable thing.
0: Yeah, so. and, and there it's only a matter of time before they land a free agent too when the timing's right. Now that you have Eiserman, I think people would want Make to come a destination to Detroit. Again. Exactly. Uh, I will take the. I actually think like six years is like a pretty spot on number. I could see it in six. So if he gave me five and a half, I'd go over. But yeah, I don't know. Exciting news nonetheless. Uh, glad to have Steve Eiserman back. It makes things fun. It's good news in a city that usually doesn't have great sports news. And I'm a topic of bad sports news. Pistons are down three nothing in the oh, Bucks like. in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Uh, a 121 to 86 loss, a 120 to 99 loss, and a 119 to 103 loss at home. As all three of us said, I, we don't see the Pistons getting blown out in this series, and wh- that's all they've done is getting blown out. Um, Boy, were we wrong. They play Monday night, meaning tonight for us uh, at 8 p.m. at home. Uh, I will go on the record right now and tell you that this will be their last game of of the uh, NBA season. Uh, I guess the kickoff thoughts, I know, Collins, you are really worked up about Andre Drummond. Um, I'm kind of in a purgatory of what to feel about this team because I was very adamant that they were not going to win a game this series. You they were. won't win a game this series. You feel good right now. I feel, yeah, I feel, you know, not a big deal. You rub the dirt off the shoulder. It is what it is. Another day in the office for Ryan Rabinowitz uh, calling the shots <laughs> with Detroit Sports um, but it's just, I, I think with that being said, my whole mindset coming in was just that I don't think this team has the talent to match the Bucs, and I don't think they care enough to match the Bucs, which is sad, because you'd think that your team would, being in the playoffs for the first time in whatever, a handful of years, whatever it may be, um, I believe they're tied with the Knicks for most consecutive playoff losses in a row at 13, yep. which is sad. It will be 14 tonight. <laughs> um, it, it, I'm just, it's just embarrassing. I mean the whole the way the whole end of the season kind of wrapped itself up, wrapped itself up as we're sitting here, you know they got the six seeds, six seeds a lot, they're gonna see the you know the the pacers it'll be great, and they slide to seven and they slide to eight and we go they might not even make the playoffs and so i I think it was just kind of all in the cards as far as what was going to happen, which is why I said I didn't see them winning a game. But now that you're seeing it on paper and you're watching it live, and as I said, I was juiced up to watch the first playoff game, and they were losing by, like, 60 points at one point in the game. And you just kind of scratch your head, like, you know, I, there's a certain level to where I get it. The Bucks are one of the best teams in the NBA, bar none. And today's NBA, too, they play a great game that allows them to be successful. Uh, they're the number one seed. But I believe every other series except the series with the the Pacers got swept. Correct? Yeah, competitive. That was, a, that was a sweep. Yep. But every other team has it. I mean, the the Clippers won a game on the on the Warriors. Yep. Like this is the Pistons are the only team that are not even competing.
1: Well, the Rockets too. The Rockets are sweeping the yes, Jazz. Yes, Rockets. are three nothing on the Jazz. To yes. your point, they're all competitive. Series. And
0: you know, I, I watch in that first playoff game where I go, all right, I mean, we're gonna sit down, we're gonna lock in, and they the game ends one twenty one to eighty six. Um, I, it was funny too, how in game three, people hung their head on the fact that Giannis only had 14 points and he played 28 minutes and probably he was probably drunk or something like, I I don't even buy that. He was sober for the game because he probably didn't care because he knew they were going to win anyway. Um, great for the environment at LCA. I think, I mean, it looked like it was completely packed, which was awesome to see. And the crowd was into it in the beginning. I think the whole situation with Blake Griffin, as I've said to you guys multiple times over the weekend, how they sit him for the first two games and they flaunt him out like the king is coming home for a game three, he's going to drop 45 and it was like a publicity stunt. Like he goes out there and clearly he's not feeling great and I don't, you know, I I haven't heard anything about whether or not he'll play for game four. I assume he is because I haven't heard otherwise. But there's no reason to play Blake. I mean, and what's what's is I'm just rambling on now, and I I'll obviously let you guys talk in a second. But no, you're
1: good. Ramble.
0: I just think the 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 thing that's funny to me is you know the Blake came here as like all right, they're all in. You know, here we go. Blake's the guy. He's the superstar. Let's go. And you see the team like actually can't win without Blake on the floor, and you put him on the floor, and just the whole all these great flashes we saw at these points during the year you're hoping to get one of those and it was just Andre's been awful three games in a row. Reggie Jackson is just so Reggie Jackson and there's no there's, you don't have help anywhere else on the floor. And it's sad to watch and and I want to we'll, we'll briefly get into the future of the team once we wrap up these these first three games of the series but it's just I mean it's embarrassing and I I mean it's it's not surprising but it's just like you know, you look at this year and, and what this was supposed to be of, you know, they're they're kind of right where we thought they were, and now I'm scratching my head, going like, you know, what what was this all for? You're not going to get a great draft pick, and you're getting embarrassed in your own home. So that's all I have to say. I I won't be watching tonight. I'm not. I have better things to do. I'm not going to watch the game, and we'll see. I'll, I'll look Lies. at my that is I'll, a lie. Well, I'll, I'm not. I swear. I swear. I won't. Watch I think the game. you'll have it on. I I mean maybe I'll have it okay. on You're gonna be watching it. You're gonna be watching it. I have I have Game of Thrones to catch up on. I've okay. I've I've buried two seasons of Game of Thrones in the past week. I have i have half a season three to finish tonight. That's what I'll be doing tonight. I, uh, I'll be looking at the score. If, but I can already tell I'm I'm gonna see a uh thirty one nineteen end of the first uh, with the Pistons if like The that,
1: Pistons are within ten with twelve with the fourth quarter left. Will you turn it on? Yes. I mean
0: yes, <laughs> maybe yes. just to see if they I, I want if they're uh, down eight, I wanna see it? how they go out. I will say this.
2: Off topic again, you brought out Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, I'm so tired of Game of Thrones. I did; yeah. it's a great show. Don't shove it in my face, okay? <laughs> if I want to watch it, I'll watch it. Have you yeah. seen it? No. I'm okay. Not, well, let me no, just say this. No, and it's I'm a under- great show, and I, well, I you haven't seen it. I I understand it's a great show. <laughs> I understand it's a great show. I I have a, a variety of sources that say it's a, the greatest sure. show ever, but stop you know what don't shove to it in my some face
1: objectivity i mean the bachelor's shoved in people's face and you love that no yeah, that's I true i'm that's not true. as someone who doesn't that's watch true. the
2: bachelor i'm just kind of like yeah like i'm sick of seeing this on i twitter. feel like even of Thrones twitter though was like the bachelor twitter on like I agree with steroids. that. It's
1: annoying. I, like, I, that's I agree. All it is. I don't watch it either, and I don't want to watch it either. So I, I agree with you. I'm just. Right. I, I will say
0: I, 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 I was also.
2: I'm so tired of it. I didn't, I didn't
0: understand <laughs> I, the cult following in the beginning, but I was convinced to watch it, and it is it is like a crack addiction. Like it is. I will. I am telling you, and maybe it, I think it's a matter of just preference because that like medieval old England type thing is right yeah. up my. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Oh, that's that's this is, the best. This is right up my alley. So whoa, I, I whoa. absolutely you guys love like it. Pirates of. Dude, Caribbean. it is such
1: a sleeper for me. The first two movies are good
0: favorite movies like series besides like star wars dude
1: i was just gonna say Marvel. it goes star wars pirates for me i'm yeah, yeah. serious easily, i love johnny easily. depp i love jack sparrow i love the i mean han solo and harrison ford that's my
0: boy yeah so. easily but anyway yeah no I, I i give it a try if you can it is like but what sunk well. was last night on twitter <laughs>
2: i don't think I, got, I, really...
0: I i i couldn't even scroll through twitter i'm
2: getting spoilers already like, <laughs> yeah no know, that's that, that's, that's another part you shouldn't be mad about spoilers at this point. You had like ten years to watch. I this. didn't.
0: I had other things to do.
1: No, that's exactly what happened to my roommate. We're sitting there watching the Thunder game last night, and he leaves at like halftime. He's like, "I have to go watch Game of Thrones." He's like, "It's getting spoiled for me." I was going to wait till after. I just can't do it. Yeah, yeah, you
0: can't. You flat out can't <laughs> do that. Right. All right. Anyway, back to the Pistons. Back on the tracks. Uh, if anyone, one of you guys, want to talk try about first. the first three games, all right. All right,
1: I'll go. I'll go. Um, upsets and understatement. I'm just so disappointed in in what's transpired in these first three games because I know I was saying Pistons in seven, but my like all jokes aside, my I I said this Green or White Report. My real prediction was Pistons in or Bucks in six. It was Bucks. The in fact six. that
0: you gave the Pistons two win was
1: well. Bananas. That was the <laughs> That was before. That guy says,
2: hey, hey, let me tell you. I want the box. Dude, I was yeah. saying
1: all this stuff when Blake was healthy. and No, that it, is fair. You know for what I mean? Game one and two because is
2: Volanoid for someone like the predictions exactly. we made. Because yeah. we thought because Blake would be playing.
1: We did not know until – I mean, it, was, it wasn't it was even until after game one they said he might miss the whole series. Yeah. And I'm think, I am I really thought the Pistons could steal take take one at home, push the MVP because I think Giannis will win MVP, push him a better. little bit. Uh, and obviously this was all before we knew Blake would miss the first two. Um and I, I love giving context to things, but, you know, game three with Blake was the closest game, but, you know, yippee, woohoo, you lost by 16. Um, just To me, if anything, that goes to show that you just you, – I mean, you, you're playing without your best player. I don't mean to defend these guys because I'm, I'm embarrassed by what the Pistons have done in this series, but, I mean, you, you saw it this year. The Lakers are in fourth, two games out of first. LeBron goes down, they skip all the way down to tenth. You know? Mm-hmm. Think, think Portland without Dame Lillard. Think Houston without James Harden. Think even the Jazz without Donovan Mitchell. These are not playoff teams. They're not. Uh, even Milwaukee without Giannis. It's astronomically tougher to win without your best player, and that, yes. that's that's a given in across all sports almost, except maybe baseball. But at the end of the day, this is an eight-one matchup. You know, I mean, I I gave the Pistons two games because I thought Blake and Andre were too good to 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 get swept. Lo and behold, <laughs> uh, Blake misses the first two games. We get blown out. Blake comes back for game three. You only lose by sixteen. Great. Um, it, Rabinowitz called it, if anything you know, go it's just, I don't know, I don't know that's, that's all I got I also, until we talk about next year I
0: also, Collins, before we get to you I also love the whole thing with Blake too and I'm just so cynical about it of like, he misses game one, fine and you hear the reports of he's going to miss the whole series, and then it's like yeah Blake's in for game three. Like, oh, our hero, Blake, you're coming back now. We're down two nothing. This is oh, yeah. you're so one of those. But, but listen, give yeah, yeah, me no, a break. There's just no way he's a tonight. He he's our best tonight. player,
2: though. He's playing. He's probable. It yeah, said he's that probable. just announced. But uh, they, the, says this now. But he's probably one of those guys who's like a hockey hard on Twitter. He sees Joe Pavelski hitting the jaw. He's like, oh, babe, no, no other sports like this. I'm so tired <laughs> of hot- <laughs> hockey. Twitter too. I love hockey playoffs. Probably, the but be- they are the best playoffs. Thank you. They're they're great. They're <laughs> so entertaining. But give me a break about the oh lower body lower body injury. I don't know if he can go, but he probably will go what? he's hockey tough. He's a hockey guy. I'm like, hockey stop, tough. stop. No, no, I don't care. Well, okay. it was just so fuzzy. Like with they all do it all in football stuff, too. <laughs> it's just
1: Blake Blake. Like you know, he wants to play, and then Dwayne Casey's like, I don't know. You got to talk to our medical staff, and the medical staff's like, No, he's not playing. And it's just like. I, I I just don't get it cuz 30 years ago this wasn't a thing. Yeah. If he wants to play,
2: let him play. Load management. I just don't get it. No, I mean, I thought it was right of them to hold him out if like the if the medical staff like thinks he shouldn't play, he shouldn't play. By the way, don't I recall
1: that guy the from Yahoo started? that was
2: so fishy though. I knew that wasn't a real report. What? Which one? When it was like he's out for the series, and oh, it was yeah, a guy no. who wasn't close to the organization, and then the Pistons didn't release yeah. anything the next day, so I always yeah. thought he just wanted it was to an get opportunity. Big on opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but
1: don't I recall at the beginning of the season didn't the Pistons have like no medical staff? Wasn't that a thing?
2: Oh yeah. So are these oh, guys they, even qualified? Are yeah. they any good? <laughs> no, nah, I, I think they figured it out, but at one point they didn't have a <laughs> yeah. director, of and it like was like it was like two weeks something. before the season started or something ridiculous. That, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, was, That was my yes. first episode on here. Yeah, I do.
0: Mem- memories. All right, Collins. Sorry. Enough with the Andre mushy stuff. Andre
2: Drummond is a bum, dude. We're gonna have to get into it. here. He's Come a on. bum. Like what a joke. I, uh, was he hammered? I, I I I don't even know where to go. Like the guy flat out got outworked by Brook Lopez. <sighs> yeah. At yep. home. Bad
0: matchup.
1: Not
2: not even in Milwaukee. Not to say that he was terrible in Milwaukee too, but he kind of slid because everyone else was. He was. Awful. Do you think he's going to have the same performance tonight? I, I I couldn't tell you because I think he's has to be embarrassed by how bad he played on game Theory, <laughs> I, And it sucks for him because he probably played the best 30 games of his career yep. coming into this playoffs. Yeah, he did. He is but the he, reason we made it here. Yeah, yeah, Just think gu- about and it. Gu- and guess what? Negated all that. N- th- that. You perform like that? Who cares? Who cares? Okay, see, I disagree Wouldn't a little that, bit. What an embarrassment. <laughs> What, did he go out the night before? What is he doing? Well, probably. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, 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 I don't get it. Like, you, first possession of the game gets pat by Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez was playing at Stanford when I was five, I think. That guy's old as dust. <laughs> you can't take Brooke Lopez in uh, like, and F. And then he gets those empty stats at the end of the game. I loved it when he got those 12 and 12. Yeah. You were like, oh, he didn't have that bad of a game. Oh, brother. He had the worst game I've ever seen. Like, I, I, I was saying this to you guys in the car. I understand he didn't have it going offensively. I understand maybe, like, he's not having those dominant rebounding games that Dre has. But uh, the effort, the body language in a playoff team, you have Chauncey Billups, basically a Pistons fanboy, basically calling you out on your effort on national television. What a joke. He will never get over this in Detroit. I, I, I think... Oh, that's an overreaction. Okay, no, can, I, the, the, You really think that people of Detroit, casual Pistons fans, I might be able to get over it. I don't think the city of Detroit and casual Detroit Pistons fans will ever be able to get over the fact that he just played like a complete trash can. Maybe that's for true, but you know, that's true? you know why that's true? You know why that's true? Because there's this false narrative out there that
1: Andre Drummond is like an all-around offensive force and he's like a top five center in the NBA,
2: which. no, No, that is false. I agree. Completely but why do people
1: hold him to that standard? That's not what he is. You know, let me, let me just—I yeah, hold him to standard to try in a playoff game. No, listen, what I joke. understand. Let me let me let me Gosh. back this up. Let me back this up a little because I agree with you. I agree. I don't think the effort was good, and I don't think uh, I think the body was language, trash. the this optics, and the body stinks. language. Listen, let me <laughs> oh, let me back this oh, up a little bit. They do. First oh, of brother. all, do you actually believe? And you can just answer yes or no. You don't have to get fired up. If Andre puts up twenty twenty, do they win the series? Like, no, th- I, no so 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 no, I don't understand no. why I get it I get why so uh, j- let me just move on second of all the reality is not nearly as bad as the optics seem because let, let's 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 just go back game one I'm gonna talk about the whole series here real quick real quick yes. you guys can jump in yes. if you want yes. game one numbers are skewed a little bit you got ejected in the third quarter you had 12 and 12 before he going out. terrible
0: bad ejection though
1: Bad ejection, dirt. but you know what? We're down 30. Shouldn't, I mean, I mean, shouldn't I, have been ejected. I, I, I'm well, I, I agree with that because I like That was it. awesome,
2: though, where he, he just gave, pushes him and he tries to help him up yeah. acting like it wasn't a dirty well, play, I think but he, so I dirty. I think he
1: immediately realized that it was like, uh like Damn. that wasn't But he gave him a Rick Mahorn love tap. We love that. So he he gave you a 12 and 12. If he plays the third and fourth quarter, he probably gets 18 18.
2: Yeah, they're also down He's got a shot at 20-20.
1: That's my point in game three, though. Like, like, Okay, so game two, he actually played pretty well. 18 16 boards, two assists, two blocks. Pistons were ahead at halftime. And then in the third quarter, Dwayne Casey doesn't play Bruce Brown for a
2: minute. Okay. And doesn't dude. run a single set
0: for yeah, Bruce you, Brown.
2: Now you're going to get me triggered or, even more bringing Kennard, up Bruce I mean. Brown because I completely agree with you. Yeah. The fact that Bruce Brown is not getting minutes... It- Dude, Give him Langston Galloway's minutes. I, I can do what Langston Galloway was, does. Bruce All Brown he does was, is hang out in the corner and miss threes. I, I, he's, been, he's been bad. Wayne uh, Ellington, who are you? I, I, get, out, listen, get out of my face. I agree.
1: <laughs> and Casey ran zero. He gave oh. Bruce Brown zero minutes in that third quarter after he was locking down Chris Middleton. Like I, like I said, this was one of the things that had to happen, and it was happening, and the Pistons were up one at halftime, and then Dwayne Casey says, no, Langston, go get him. Wayne Ellington, go get him. And Luke Cano gets no shots in the third quarter you I, go away from everything that's working i, I just mean, don't get it. so any, uh, anyways to bring it back to dre game two not dre's fault i think we could all agree with that it was just yes, like a uh, yeah it, it was a competitive game for about two and a half yeah. quarters and then it gets out of hand it looks terrible whatever um game three rough offensive night uh low effort terrible shooting the ball five of 14 from the field two a from the line i will give you that that's awful, but he still did what he does best: eight offensive rebounds, four steals, three blocks. His plus-minus was better than Ish Smith, Luke Kennard, and Bruce Brown combined. Foul trouble kept him from getting in the flow of the game. He didn't play. He didn't try that hard. I get it. I see it all. I I know he's upset. He pouted. Uh, mental midget, like you guys like to say. I get it. But you know what else we know? That's no different from anything we've seen from Dre the last eight years. He has those tendencies. He has those games. Why are we getting upset? Because like, is a playoff something... game. But you know what? It's a playoff so are game. So the last two. And in 2016, he averaged 16 points a
2: game. Yeah, and but no one got on him then. Because so he I was don't... a monster, but they couldn't play him at the end of the game because he okay. couldn't have made free so throws. I, that was a difference. And now he can. So I understand. And he looked
1: like a bum. When has he ever had to play in a late-game situation because he didn't they be, need him? No, the, I the, understand that. Every game has been a blowout. I'm I just, agree. I'm just trying to give context. I agree with you. I love Andre Drummond. Do I think that he gave zero and a lousy effort in game three?
2: Yes. But that doesn't tell the story of why the Pistons are losing. No, I agree with that. But at the same point, you're paying this guy hundred and twenty-seven million dollars.
1: I could have got that the effort. market. That's what the market was. You want to let him walk? Here, let, let's talk about this for a second. I
2: understand that's what the market has. But you, at, when you're getting paid that type of money, when you're demanded that type of like, they're tap tied because of him and Blake. Blake actually gave some effort. Blake's playing on basically one Blake knee. hasn't uh, been available. I, I, I look. Blake's they not available. Whole,
0: whoever said, Uh-oh. I don't know if it was George Kelser that said on the broadcast.
2: Dra- Blake's out there. George Kelser. One, or, Greg Kelser. 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 Come on. I'm sorry. <laughs> George some Blaug, res- put person. some respect on Special George, K's name.
0: George Blaha, Greg Kelser. Whoever it was. Both of them. That goes, you have Blake out there playing on one leg. Give me a break. Dude, no, I'll, I'll dude. Give you. me a break. He's playing on one leg. I'll, he has knee soreness. I have knee soreness every day. Well, that, this, is, this is my
1: thing. This is my thing. I mean, I to these people like like Collins and I I respect I respect the opinion. Who say that they're cap tied because of Dre and Blake. You're right. That's a fact. Blake hasn't been available, at least Andre's available. He's <laughs> playing! He's playing the Is game! He? Is yeah, he playing? He's playing! He played game one, listen, at the end of the day, Is he, at the you end of the, the first half of that just, game, just, just, he listen, wasn't playing. Listen, I, I agree with you, I've said that about a hundred times, I agree the optics are bad, okay? but There's he, no optics, dude, it's okay, so he was awful At the end of the day, I agree with what you're saying, he's been worse than capable this series, but people need to chill on Andre, alright? Because he's not the reason the Pistons are losing this, this series, and he hasn't played as bad as people want to make it sound. The problem is when you're getting swept in the first round, you have to have a scapegoat, and with no Blake in the first two games, fans turned to Andre and said, you're our second-best player. You need to go put up 30 and 20, and he's just not that player. He's not capable of that. I think his career uh, high is like 28 points. I, he's not that guy. He's not AD. He's not Embiid. Casey runs no plays for him on offense. I don't know what you people are expecting, He and and he shouldn't. So don't act like he should be averaging 20 in this postseason. I, he's no, not I'm an not. offensive force. He gets his points in the offensive glass and in the pick and roll. He's a defensive stopper and a rebounder, an elite rebounder, the best one we've had in 25 years. So first, he was first in the NBA in defensive win shares, first in the NBA in rebounds per game. Stop expecting him to be something he's not. He's doing what he's, what he's good at. He's a double-double machine. There are four players in the postseason who have a double-double in every game they've played. It's Russell West – or excuse me, James Harden, Joel Embiid, Giannis, and Dre. A blake Pistons team isn't in the playoffs, so stop acting like Andre is this star who can carry us to the promised land because I know he's not. I'm not delusional. I love Andre, and I know that the effort was bad, but you know what? The MVP of this team is Blake Griffin, and with the best record in the NBA with the Bucs, and you're playing the MVP of the league, and Blake's not available for two games, I just don't see how you can pin it on Andre. I understand the frustration. I get why. I, I'm, I'm just rambling. Go ahead.
2: I'm just going to say that was the most empty 12 and 12 I've ever seen. I'll
1: agree with yeah. that. I agree they were, with that. They were he, he had six. Garbage. Sits, he,
2: I think he had six and five until the, the last six minutes yeah, of the, the, fourth like quarter. the fourth quarter. Yes. So
1: I agree with that because I'm, I guess what I'm doing is because I agree with everything you're saying. What I'm, I'm just looking at it in more of a macro sense because I'm like in the big picture. Because I'm looking at Twitter and I'm seeing all this Andre Flack. It's like, guys, for one, he's not going anywhere. Tom Gorris will not trade him.
2: Oh no, I know. Stan
1: Van Gundy tried You're to. Right. Ed Stefanski tried to. You know what I mean? We just have to settle down and look at what's being put on the court because Blake's not there. It's not the same team. You can't just let Andre shoulder the load because that's what we tried to do yes. for the three years before this, yes. and it didn't work. It got you swept by LeBron James, and no one was on Andre's head then. So I just wanted. I just want to give some context to what we're seeing here because it's not like. Andre is going out there and he's Joel Embiid and he's putting up 12 and 12 when he averaged 28 and 13 in the season. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm yeah, trying to well, say? That's,
0: that's what I think. I think that's a great point. And that's just how I've always viewed Andre Drummond is that you, the, this team lives and dies by Andre, because if Blake's not playing, you look to Andre as being your second best player, which maybe yeah. he, maybe he is. And when Blake's on the floor, you look at Andre and if, if the Pistons lose with Blake on the floor it's well Andre wasn't good enough whatever he doesn't have a blade doesn't have a supporting cast the problem the problem with Andre Drummond it's not even his fault it's like you said the market as far as what he had to get paid they had to pay him they should have paid him they did pay him so he's here the problem with Andre Drummond is that in today's league you cannot look to a player that is a Tried and true five. He's a center. Yeah. He's not a four. He's not a stretch four. He's not four. versatile not at all. Not a stretch five. Although
1: I will say he's been playing pretty good defense on Giannis. Well, I, sure, I, I want to sure. get your guys' opinion sure. on that. Sure,
0: I, and I, I, I agree. But the point being is that unless you are Anthony Davis yeah. and you are playing the five position – when you are putting up 30 plus points a game, you cannot build a team in today's NBA around a Rudy Gobert or an Andre Drummond. Yeah. They're a luxury to have. To have a guy like Drummond who can rebound like he does, who can block shots, who can provide you, who can be a, a protector at the rim, is great. Unfortunately, you're paying him as much as you are, yes. and you don't get offensive production. He puts up double doubles great. Like you said, Trent, he doesn't put up 25 points a game. So when this is your guy that you have to have be great, he doesn't have the skill set. What what Pistons fans want is a guy like Luke Kennard to be putting up 25 yeah. from the corner. Luke Kennard's not that guy. Your guy's Andre. So where we sit now, and you just, you know, Andre's been so lukewarm and so up and down, where for me it's just I think his I think a change of scene for him would be great because he has to shoulder the load. Blake doesn't yeah. play all the time. They don't let Andre sit like yeah. Blake does. Well, and th-
1: th- that's my other point is that Andre doesn't get that. There's no- there are no plays in this playbook that revolve around Andre Drummond. Yes, there's pick and rolls. Yes, there's there's you know the screen and rolls and 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 uh, and, and e- offensive rebounding and that that's basically where his points are at. So I. And I agree with the fact that you can't build around a Gobert and, and a Clint Capella, Andre right. Drummond, that kind of player. A boogie. But that's not what the Pistons are doing. You know, to your point, the Pistons are building around Blake and Andre's a piece. The problem, to which is what Collins is upset about, is his effort is low sometimes and he's getting paid so much. Right. He's getting paid star caliber money. And that is frustrating. I totally get it. All I'm trying to say is, is we're taking this for granted. We have the best – there are three major statistical categories in in basketball. Points, rebounds, assists. Andre Drummond is the best that we've seen at one of them in the last 25 years. And if you can't win, there's no way that having that on your team, you can't win with that. That's all I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. And I guess I I, I get on Blake because I'm like, dude, you're not available, and people want to, like, worship you, and like you said, like – like flaunt him out onto the court like like LeBron James came back to Cleveland and we're like super excited that he's going to go 4-0 and we're going to win the series in 6 games. I'm I guess all I'm saying is like just just step back for a second and just take a look at this because Andre has not been that guy all his career. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden because Blake goes down and rightfully so people want him to step up but he's not going to give you that. That's all I'm
2: saying. I'm going to tell you why Andre Drummond's a bum. I'll tell you this. All right. Because after that first half, I get it. You have a bad half. And, and like, hey, come back, respond. He looked worse when he came in that third. Gets a twit fifth foul. Basically, well, yeah. takes himself out of the game. I mean, it, I, it was a questionable call. I'll say that, but... You, you just flat out cannot do that when you're making $127 million. I get having a bad shooting game. Like, Kyle Lowry, he's a trash can, too. Yes, yep. At least he tries. Like, at least he's defending on the other side of the ball. At least <laughs> Brook Lopez isn't giving him 25 and 10. Well, Andre's... <laughs> Okay, I just say I, I just Andres. I think Andres he didn't been do doing anything a, good. He did nothing good in a
1: playoff game at home. I think eight offensive rebounds is pretty good.
2: I, I mean, that's just that's my five opinion. of them I, against I, who Pat Connaughton in the, the late fourth quarter the, when they're up thirty. The 30? ability. Uh,
1: okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, can, can I shift it to this real quick before sure. we move out of Pistons? I want to ask you guys sure. what you think of Dwayne Casey in this series because that's who he my has him in that sp- that's who my scapegoat is. Because first of all, he runs zero sets for Luke Kennard. Who you, who who is your Pistons leading scorer? In this playoff series, yeah,
2: like I mean, I, I don't I don't, know, I don't know, know if that's news to anybody, really,
1: yeah. but I think he's averaging like nineteen a game, something yeah. like that. But he att- Luke attempted one three pointer in game three, and it was in the fourth quarter. And I I know you could say some of that's on Luke, but we all watched the game. He didn't pass up any open looks. He, he didn't get any. You know what I mean? I yeah. in my mind, you got to get some looks for him. Wayne Ellington's chucking nineteen and making six of them. I don't want to see that. You know why? Two reasons. Number one, he's not that good. I mean, he I I we brought him in. I was excited. Number two. He's not going to be on the team next year. Why are you doing this when you're? I mean, you're you're, you're staring at three zero in the face, and you're still running sets for Wayne Ellington to chuck from
2: 20, 28 feet. I just don't get it. And it, uh, Wayne Ellington actually played good in game three. I'll give him that. he he was terrible yeah. in the first two. Years, well, he
1: so. was shooting like 27% from three before game three. Yeah. And now it's back up to like 40. But that Bruce Brown to to Collins point was the only player. He was the only player in game two. He with took a, over. He, was he the, took over the, in that the second only quarter. player with a positive plus minus on the team. He was plus four. He got zero minutes in the third quarter after he locked up Chris and Eric Bledsoe in the second quarter. And then the Pistons took a halftime lead. You started him in 56 games. And then you get you gave him twenty minutes a game, and now all of a sudden you don't trust him. That's how Stan Van Gundy killed Stanley Johnson. Yes, I'm not saying that's what's happening here. Right, I'm just saying that that's what that's what it does. And and one more thing about Dwayne Casey is the Pistons are getting destroyed in third quarters, destroyed. Like I I, I don't know what the numbers are. I just know that every game is like a game at halftime, and at, by the third quarter is done, it's it's over, it's decided. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, are are you making halftime adjustments? Because Budenholzer is. I, I guarantee you that. I And I love Coach Casey. I know he's the man for this job. I just am frustrated because it, it seems that he's got the wrong guys out there far too often, in my opinion. And this offseason, I know he's going to make changes. He's going to do things accordingly. But i got to blame somebody, and I guess I I look at Dwayne Casey and I'm frustrated.
0: My word would be ill-prepared. I yes. think someone, someone that has been to the playoffs multiple times with some pretty darn good teams in Toronto and granted the bucks are very good but just seeing highlights of like the eric bloodso drive to the lane with no one around is just yeah. replaying in my mind over and over again from game 3 and that to me is just it's you know it just seems like i'd like to think he's doing a, a solid job x's and o's wise but it doesn't look like it's been like that in this series I I think a lot of your problems come from the locker room. I think yeah. you you just this roster and I and I, I hate to kind of to back off your question and I do we do need to do our Lions draft extravaganza. So I I do want to save some Pistons talk for uh, when the season's officially over. When the season's yeah. officially, which it will be tonight. But <laughs> um you the the problem you're facing here is it's become really apparent. Is you know I think Dwayne Casey is a good coach. I think he's a good leader of men um I believe with the right pieces he can he can do some damage the problem is you see now especially with Blake Griffin who is immovable and who is on the wrong side of his career you are seeing now this is what's transpired in in this playoff series your biggest fear is coming true. You're living in your own nightmare. Yeah, Blake is Blake's body is breaking down. Well, he's exactly at the wrong what he was time. in L.A. At he, the wrong He wasn't time. available for the playoffs. Right, and and what good is that? Yeah. What good does he give you if Zero. Blake's playing in 60 games next yeah. year? I mean, he he's in a-
2: 75 this year.
0: I'm saying no, next so I, season, yeah, yeah. with
2: his whatever I, I, this I, knee soreness is. I said this. We said this in the beginning of the season. I think we all said this. He was playing too many minutes. Yeah. You have
1: been saying that all he year play, long. He was playing yep.
2: too many minutes, and he, you couldn't sustain it. I think Drummond's played too many minutes. And I i, I like what you said there, Trent. I do think I, the Pistons are overmatched. I don't think Dwayne Casey was going to do anything about that. But there is some questionable things. Reggie Jackson not being in the game a little bit more in the second half of Game 3 was a little weird to me. Because Smith hasn't really done anything oh, good for you. I'm so done with it. I don't I – Go no, Ish is no, I mean, fine during the regular season. He runs a second group yeah. fine. He can't play in the half court. It, he doesn't have a good enough jumper. Yeah, he, And he, that's what the Bucs do. They yeah, spoil it down. He doesn't really have a feel for the half court like Reggie does. So I, I would like to see Reggie Jadson out there a little bit more. But I mean the Bruce Brown thing I would I tweeted about it maybe fifteen times, put Bruce Brown in the game. <laughs> People are like, Oh, well you need Lane's three point shooting. I'm pretty sure Lanteson's shooting like twenty five percent from a three. It,
1: no, no, he went all for nine in one of those games. Yeah, yeah. So
2: I, I'm just like at some point you would rather have a good defender out there than a mediocre three point shooter. Yeah, so definitely, th- definitely that. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but moving on to the Lions, this is going to be a little bit less stressful than talking about Pistons. Yeah, yes, definitely. exactly.
0: Uh, Lions are set to pick eighth overall in the 2019 NFL draft. I believe that's Thursday, correct? Yep. It is. Thursday it is. I know uh, Ryan Collins' brother was very worked up over this, so we are doing it now as Collins goes to grab the uh, laptop, the tablet, whatever it may be. Kyle Collins, noted draft that's guy. That's right. KC. Kyle Collins. I always think it's JC. KC. KC and RC. Anyway. Um. Okay. So lions are set to pick eighth. The draft is Thursday. This is our extravaganza. As I'm stressing out now, that I don't know what the meter's at right now, dude. I'll. will take. will take Trent a job. I send you. I'm telling you though, when I when I hand you these keys, I need you up there, unlock it, grab the quarters and the little thing, just throw them in. You're you're the rookie. That's Hold on. Why... What
1: if I told you I have quarters of my own?
0: Whoa, I don't whoa, want whoa, you to use your whoa. own quarters. Oh, wow. Wow. Unlike, just a veteran guy over listen, there. there. I'm, I'm
2: prepared. Don't want to pay. Don't want to pay his all bills. right, we'll
0: give you a couple more, a couple minutes here, and then I'm gonna, i throw you the keys. This is just what we have to do as college <laughs> students, kids. I'm, I apologize. And the parking MSU parking, yeah, yeah exactly. MSU parking figured out. Give us a break, please. Anyway, so, uh, first thing I guess we'll get into, and I'll, I'll Trent, I'll let you start so okay. that you can run up to the car and, yeah. and do this great service. You will, you'll be returned with a Purple Heart award from the Motown Rundown uh, crew. Thank you very much. Uh, pick number eight. Uh, I don't want to get into the. Let's say if they don't trade down, because I do want to get into the prospect of trading down. Who would you like to see the Lions take at eight? And I guess, I guess, yeah, I'll, we'll go, we'll go both sides here. Who do you want them to take at eight? Who do you see them taking at eight realistically?
1: Okay, so with my whole, like, optimism for next season and everything, a lot of that just relies on Patricia having another year to dive deeper in his defensive system. I want to go defense. I don't want Hawkinson. I can give you a whole spiel on why I don't want Hawkinson later, but at linebacker, you guys know I love Jared Davis. I love Devon Kennard, but it was committee for that third spot, you know, last year. Eric Lee, Eli Harold, Christian Jones, they all filled it in. So I want Devin White out of LSU Um, that's my favorite choice. 256 tackles, seven and a half sacks over the last two seasons. He's a gamer. He's battle tested coming out of the sec. I just really like him for the lions. If you can't get him, I want Brian Burns out of Florida state. Um, he he's more of a rushing linebacker. He he'd pair well with Kennard. I mean, you just, you send him. Yeah. Patricia started doing that towards the end of the year, you know, rushing more than four. Um, so he hits hard. He can slide over and rush from the edge. 10 sacks last season. He actually got four. He's got four inches on Devin White. You know, he's taller. He's 6'5". He could be a problem, in my opinion. Um, I don't like Devin Bush. I think he's a worse version of Jared Davis and won't fit Patricia's scheme. I, I question whether or not he can slide to the outside, which ideally is what the Lions need. Jared Davis played 99% of snaps at middle linebacker.
2: He, that's not going to change this year. So Have you, what's it called? Have you seen, my, I, I, I'll be honest, I haven't been a mantra fiend like I usually was in like high school when I'd be bored in class. Has Devin Bush been going? Have there have been yeah. projections where he goes to Lions.
1: Uh, not not to the Lions, but he's been listed at like yeah ten to fifteen. Okay, yeah. at
2: least I've seen some. Okay,
1: and uh, so if you if I want to go linebacker, I want Burns or White, and if you don't go with one of them, I want a corner. Um, I just don't know if you take a corner at eight. So I mean, to be to do your question justice, I won't get into that because at eight yes. I don't want to take a cornerback, but. Okay, Collins
0: will for move you. to you as I hand the keys over. Trent, we'll fill you in on what's going on over here. Uh, I don't like the win. I'm going gonna, gonna to time you. Hold on, sit down, sit back down. I'm going to time you. Sit back down. From the moment you leave the seat.
1: This is going to be legendary. All
0: right,
2: ready? Go. All right, okay. we appreciate it. Trent will be back in 10 Trent, seconds.
0: Trent will be back like, like the Flash. We yeah. appreciate we appreciate him doing that.
2: Yeah, but I, I'm looking <laughs> at a couple guys on CBS Sports. Ryan Wilson, Chris Tabasso, RJ White. They got one of us trading down: Greedy Williams, TJ Hawkinson. I really, I, I think everyone just kind of has fault, like fear of like <laughs> drafting another tight yeah, end for exactly. another Eric e- exactly E-run what it is. situation. But if they truly think he's the best player on the board, go ahead and take him. Like grow some balls and like take him. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a problem with that. I, I, I have concerns about Greedy Williams. I don't think he tackles enough, and he could be one of those cornerbacks that I know LSU like DBs are historically great, but he could be like that five that one out of five that's just terrible (laughs) sure so like he could be the d milner classic alabama Uh. guy shout out kyle collins he wanted d milner so bad but (laughs) (laughs) i mean the guy i I, the guy i've wanted ever since he's kind of slipped now he's kind of moving his way back up the draft board i I want out oliver i i just think giving a little help on the interior of this line i know deshaun hand and Ashon Robinson were really good on, like, pro football focus, but you didn't really feel like it when you watch Lions games exactly last year. That's a good way to put it. That they were getting pressure up the middle. And I think at Oliver, I think there's been a lot of deep dives, how he was misused at Houston with Major Appaloid. He had problems with that. He, I mean, he was recruited by Tom Herman, expecting to play for him. Didn't really happen. And the guy was a number 1 pitch slam dunk this whole season until so he, did, he did, didn't want to take his jacket off. Yes. So, I, I, I just, like, I, I don't think that's the biggest reason he fell. I mean, he wasn't as productive and he was hurt. Right. But I, I just don't – I it feels a little Aaron Donald-y. I'm not saying he's going to be Aaron Donald, but it's just, like, the red, the red flags don't really make sense to me, if that makes any sense. Like,
0: yes, I under, I, under, I understand. What you're and I, I agree, too, because Ed Oliver was a name that we were looking at as a number one overall yeah, pick. for a while. For yeah. two years almost. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think I I do want to you know I'm I'm sad Trent's not here because I think he liked what I was going to say here I the the whole uh, T J Hawkinson thing really does scare me it's a, it scares you because it is like getting flashes of Ebron and I just think when I when I think of Bob Quinn's plan I, to get playmakers
2: I, yeah. it doesn't look good that he's white and he plays <laughs> it, it plays <laughs> yes. at Iowa and his number is thirty wow. six Trent, wait whoa what's up se-
0: two minutes and thirty seconds that's unbelievable did you sprint out there. Well, I hope <laughs> he's, a, he's out, of I'm, out of I'm out of breath. I'm out of breath. Give me a minute here. Was uh, there a, I'll give you my full uh, no, no, testimony. I, I'm, was there a ticket out there? No ticket? No, no, no. In fact, you had get? two minutes. Really? Left, oh, my and, God.
1: That's unreal. So that's great. <laughs> uh, you got 30 now. So we got a half Thanks hour. Thanks, Trent. It's plenty of time. Absolutely. I'll,
2: I'll fill you in what I said. I said... I wouldn't be mad if they took Hutchinson because I believe that it shows... shows... <laughs> I
1: can't breathe into the mic here. Yeah,
2: yeah I don't know. It's okay. but it shows guts from the or like the front office that they believe in a guy so much. The, not really raving about Greedy Williams. I'm afraid of his tackling. Yeah. And if they keep
1: the yeah, and if, the, if they We're trying if to lock back in here, if sorry. they keep
2: the eighth pitch, I, I would want them to draft at Oliver because I, I believe that they okay. should have more of a premium on the inside than the outside this year. Okay,
0: now I was just getting into my stuff here. The T.J. Hawkinson thing scares me, and Collins brought up a for, good point. I hate to be like that. He's white and his wears number thirty six, and he played for Iowa. That's a factor. Yes, it's a he's <laughs> farm a,
1: strong. He is a factor.
0: It's a tough look. I just think when I think of Bob Quinn whole thing about wanting playmakers. I don't see TJ Hawkinson as being a guy that makes that big of an impact with your team to put you over the edge of being some unbelievable offensive powerhouse. I think there are other players out there that better fit your scheme, better fit your immediate needs that you can plug in at number 8 and and will make a difference in in better ways than this guy can. So Devin White is my guy. If they don't trade down, uh, he can play all three downs. He's fast as can be. Is it? I think he's just six foot. I yeah. don't know two whatever. I have no idea. I should probably look. look I that believe up. he's six one. I believe very very good tackling ability. I think that you covered. Your need for an edge rusher with flowers, yeah. so the need for Montez Sweat isn't so prevalent. Former Spartan, but if he true, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, I hate to see <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, hate. To but see if it. if he's there, I almost think you have to take him at eight. I don't. I feel like no, I've seen, I've sweat. seen mock drafts where he's going at six, and I see him going at fourteen. So I don't yeah. know. This
1: draft yeah, I, is
2: so weird. The mock yeah. drafts are all over the place. because the
1: drama isn't there from last year, right? Where you have four quarterbacks, or what was it five? It's like where they're going. It's, it's the deepest
2: yeah. defensive line draft I think they've had in years. Yeah. Like years. So, yeah, no, it's all it's all in the trenches. I think
0: he's had a, he had a phenomenal combine. He's got the enlarged heart issue. I don't know too much about yeah. that.
1: Well, that, that scares me a little bit. I don't mean to be like that. I don't no, like, You
0: can't play for us because of your heart. I just it I'd I'd stay away. That's fair. I just I don't want TJ Hawkinson. Devin White is my guy at eight because, like I said, you've kind of fulfilled your need for an edge rusher. But bringing in a guy like Devin White, who's so versatile, like he gives you pressure off the edge if you need him, and he can also play inside whatever you need him to do. Just to add, I think adding depth in that middle and that second level yeah. is is important to have. And Devin White's a playmaker. Like, yeah, he he's is. he's just he's, he's a he's,
1: smart player, and he also looks like a really good teammate.
0: Exactly. I,
2: so I, he's just not going to get there. That's like uh, I okay. T-
1: I I that's a fair
2: criticism, actually. Uh, I just. I, w- I-, I like Devin White, too. Like, I think he would be a perfect fit for I like purchases. him
1: more than – okay, Josh Allen would be a dream.
2: If oh we, tra- yeah, if we trade up – yeah. He won't be there. Uh, he won't be I don't think you I don't but think you need to trade up for him. No, you
1: don't. But if the Lions did – If he did, slips,
2: to it, say he gets past the top three and he's at, like, the fifth pick, I would swap, like, with Tampa. I would, too. I mean, it's, it's
1: all – and Bob Quinn is a smart guy. I'm trusting him. It's yeah. just – it's
2: all – you know, if, if, if we Bob
1: do – Is Bob Quinn
0: a smart guy? We think so. I'd
1: love to think so so I can sleep I at think night. So. But um if I can expand on the Hawkinson stuff quick just cuz I want to you know I, I I just I'm very I'm very against this and I just Me too. It's not I'd because I'd be sick I'd be sick to my yeah, stomach no, if I, they took them. I would be too and I've seen a lot of talk about it you know like Hawkinson, you know he I and I've been vocal about this is a little contradictory cuz I've been vocal about how I think a lot of Stafford's struggles last year were because of the absence of a tight end. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um but I don't, I don't like the the Hogginson idea at all, and I'll explain why. Because he, he's no doubt the best pass catcher in the draft. I think everyone can agree on that. He's he's a monster going across the middle. He has sure hands.
2: I, I I've always been watching it. Like I, uh Hawkinson's in the Big Ten. could Couldn't name that guy in like a police lineup. Like, yeah, it, that's pretty crazy to think about. A top ten pick in a Big Ten, and you're not familiar. Like I'm familiar with all the other guys in the Big Ten. That yeah. gonna be draft like Paris yeah. Campbell's going thirty two. I've seen that guy play maybe fifteen times. Yeah, Yeah, no,
1: it is pretty wild. But I I just—I've always kind of thought he's Ebron with hands. You know, they're about the same size. Ebron's got two pounds. Hawkins has got an inch on him. It's just he—if he goes on to become a Pro Bowl caliber player, I will still stand behind what I said now because first of all, the Lions have historically never drafted tight ends well. I'm all about the juju and the moxie, and I don't want to do—I don't—I don't (laughs) want to do that. I don't even want to get into that. Second of all. The Lions simply just have bigger needs. Right? Rabino, as he talked about, I can see fans talking out both sides of their mouth, like because the draft is so rich and pass rushers. You know, you can wait and get one later, but then if you don't get one, then it's like, okay, well, yeah. you didn't really, and you did fill the need of edge rusher with Trey Flowers. You extended Okwara. You still got Deshaun Hand in there. You know, so I like the pieces they got at defensive end, but. Um, you just you better snag the talent while it's there. So I'd be all for Hawkinson if you didn't just sign
0: Jesse James. This is the biggest Ex- thing for me. Exactly, this is the biggest 100%. thing for me. He's a, he can play. You sign him to a four- the same same player. Exactly. No. You, you, well, he, they're, Dude, so they're close. No.
2: Listen, Jesse James is a, a goal line guy. Hawkinson's a guy more like Ebron who can run. They're not the same player. But I blocking saying, ability. Blocking ability 100 percent Jesse, Jesse James can't block either. Yeah. So James. Well, okay, so
1: here's the thing. He, I, can't. he the, can't. You signed you signed Jesse James to a four year contract. Collins, Collins said it's like a prove it deal, right? Like it's oh, yeah. two years. Yeah, and yeah. so that so that's no doubt. But I agree however what you, you guys slice are saying, it, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just however you slice it, that's our tight end this year, and that's gonna be our tight end next year. And you know what I mean? So I d I don't see why you draft Hogginson because I'll take the proven NFL red zone threat who has been a part of a winning culture in Pittsburgh in that offense. Um, he can block, you know. Neither one of them great blockers, but even if you're drooling over Hawkinson's size, because I've seen that too, it's like he's six five two fifty one. Jesse James is six seven two sixty one. He's bigger, so I just he's also twenty four years old. James is. He's our tight end and and I love it. Hawkinson's a great talent. He'll he'll probably be a great player, but I just the way the chips have fallen for the Lions this offseason, I want to stay away.
0: I'm praying that he gets picked at like seven with the Jags or I've seen him I've seen him going seven. And my thing too is though, like I don't know, Noah Fant or Font, whatever the other Iowa tight end who literally has the same numbers. He has like ten less grabs, two hundred less yards, and one more touchdown than Hawkinson. Like, go get him in the second round. Yeah. If that's what you think you need. They're this like, they do that. I right. mean.
2: Noah Fant was projected very highly before the season, and he kind of just, like, got lost in, like, the shuffle there. And Hodgson kind of came out of nowhere, but. He
1: did. He really came out strong in the past month or two. But another thing is, um, just to keep it in perspective, Mike Roberts is still on the roster, you know. I mean, we, we, we were a little – we were, like, upset with him towards the end of the year. And last year I was, like, pounding the table, get him more get him more targets because yeah. he's a big guy too. But he's still there. So I, I don't think the need for tight end is as high as people think it is.
0: I do not want Hawkinson. Um, I, I want to move into now the prospect of should slash will they trade down. It seems more apparent that they will. I think you have to kind of gauge – you know, if Devin White's still hanging around, if 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 Sweat's still around, I think you might pump the brakes and just stick at eight. I, I In complete honesty, I want Greedy Williams. That's yeah. who I want in the first round. So I think if you trade down, maybe you trade down from eight to, like, 17 with the Giants, you take their pick, they throw in, you know. Where are the whatever. Dolphins at? Dolphins are 14, See, I believe. they, they might want Kyler. They might want they, Kyler. Are, they're at they're a 13. Um, I I think I mean you establish like that's in like looking more big picture of why I can justify greedy. You kind of established your linebacker core last year. You're you're thinking Jared Davis is getting better. Well, another you year. could find
1: one in the second round. Yeah, you,
0: know? uh, you bring in flowers. Like go get assets for your pick and take greedy, who I think after twenty probably won't be there. But I mean the Lions need a fast athletic cover corner opposite sleigh. Yeah. Like this is the guy. He's stay war and cutting it. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he's not, not quite what he's cracked up to be. Um the secondary's been bad for years. I think, I mean, even last year, too. Like obviously you lose Glover Quinn, uh, you bring in whatever whoever that guy was from Seattle was. I can't even think of his name. Sean Shedd. Yeah. No, 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 no. The the uh the corner. The Shed. Nickel. Shedd. Yeah. Really? Oh, no. 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 The oh. new guy this year. Not oh. Yet. Oh.
1: Uh, Justin Coleman. Yes.
0: Justin yeah. Coleman.
2: Um, oh yeah. But I that's mean, a name. Gre- Not yet. That's a Not name yet. I remember. Yeah. Just kidding.
0: Greedy. Greedy's. <laughs> uh, greedy's a guy who you can throw opposite slay, and now you have two athletic corners that can cover. Bingo. Because you 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 said the Lions secondary's
1: been terrible forever. Take advantage. You, yeah. have a, you have a top three. I think he's the best corner. In the, I'm so biased. This is the Motown rundown, but, like, take advantage.
0: Yeah. Give him someone. Yeah, exactly. So I, that's that's who I want. I want you to that, – that's – I mean, if that happens on draft day where I see, you know, Lions slide out at eight, they're going down, I'm like, yeah. all right, it's right, let's go get greedy. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you later in the draft, like you said, Trent, you know, go grab your linebacker, your depth linebacker, go grab another guy off the edge. You know, if you want to go get your tight end – by all means, but that's—I mean, I so as far as should would, I think they will. I really do think yeah. they will, and I'm hoping they go get
2: greedy. Uh, I do think the there will be a trade down. I I just for months I was a trade down to get that Oliver, but now that at Oliver's kind of moved up the draft board, I I. This is might be like a bias. I just have known at Oliver's like name for a while, and I've like yeah. seen him play a couple times. Be dominant. He could be unreal. Yes. You
0: brought in the inner, the Aaron Donald factor. He's got he's got all the size, the makeup to be a star. He's a
2: smaller guy like Aaron Donald, but he's just so quick off the ball. And there's a lot of like what anal- you get in
0: today's NFL. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly yeah. what you need.
2: And, and analysts have just talked raved about how like when he's put in the right situation, when he's not getting triple teamed. Yeah, he's by a American beast. top Yeah, like yeah. – So. I do that they trade down. I I do like the idea of drafting a cornerback in this draft. I'm just not high on Greedy Williams. I might as well wait till the second round and go like find one of Florida's like eight defensive bats. That's probably <laughs> in the second round that's not T's table or yeah. Ju- Justin Lane out of Michigan State. He's a second round pit that you can look at. Long guy, athletic. I I, I just don't feel like if you're gonna go with the highest value in this draft, I think you've got to go D-line in the first draft, first round, excuse me, because it's not the highest value because it's just, there's so many good players. Like, Dexter Lawrence is, I like, projected to go 32 of the Patriots. That guy yeah. was a yeah. beast yeah. at yeah. Clemson.
1: Yeah. I, I, uh, should they? Will they? I think they will. Here's the thing: I want Devin White. If he's available, I think you should just take him. Yeah, I for don't know. sure, for because sure. Because I um, see it as the front seven. The Lions have an opportunity. They're pretty rich. Just get richer because you have because corner corner is a position. To Collins' point, where in the later rounds you can really build some depth there. Um, just you know, don't take anybody out of Florida who had a terrible <laughs> combine. Um, but. DeAndre Baker out of Georgia is another guy who I really like. Yes, him they're, they're, and Greedy. Yes, I'm, I think I'm equally high on both those guys, Greedy and and DeAndre. If you're going to trade down in the first round, that's who I want for sure. One of those two, Baker or mm-hmm. Greedy Williams. They're both SEC battle tested guys. In my mind, they're the two best at the position. Maybe Byron Murphy from Washington, but again, that's you're not playing in the SEC and coming into do, into a division with Aaron Rodgers and even Kirk Cousins, who shows flashes of elite sometimes. You know, we goodness, don't even get me started. But the Everything with just the way this division set up and the way the Lions roster is currently set up, I would be fine with trading down if you're going to take one of those two guys, one of those corners. If Devin White's available, I want him, but I think that's in, in general that's my philosophy.
2: Rashawn Gary, I know we're biased. Is, we all yeah, No, but there's a, there's a couple of mantras that have the Lions taking Rashawn Gary. Yeah, I've I, seen I, that I, too. I, mean, I think he, he's got
0: bust written all over him.
2: I, the thing, I go back and forth with Rashawn Gary because I look at last year where he underperformed. And I know everybody in this draft was facing double teams, but he he the year before he was a monster. He, he flat out was he was athletic guy, big guy, number one recruit in the country coming out of high school. That means something. He like the physical gifts are there.
1: It does mean something, and he will go in the first round because of that. I'm just I don't want him because. I I I don't ever. I just being a Lions fan. I'm sure we can all agree. Like I don't want to. I don't want to take a chance on Flash in the Pan, guys, because you never know. I you also don't like taking Michigan
2: and Michigan State, guys. Well, it, yeah, they, no, me they never work. And Bob out.
1: Quinn does it. That's why I'm concerned. He took Jake Rudock and a couple yeah. years ago. Like, what are you doing? That was awful. <laughs> he was, he been right yeah, Glasgow's
2: been all right. Yeah, Glasgow's been all right.
1: But anyways, my my point is just like I if. Especially given the other prospects in this draft, I don't want him for all the reasons Ryan just said. And 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 I would I be upset if we took him. I mean, I'd be like I, sour, I, I, like I don't want him. He's a Wolverine, but like he. He'll, <laughs> if no, he, I would be as mad soon as soon as he gets here. Yeah, I embrace everybody, obviously. No, but. I
2: I would I think it feels I I would be I'm not the biggest fan of Rashawn Derry for yeah. obvious reasons. Yeah. obvious reasons. You're just bringing it up. Yeah, yes. I got you. And the fact that. They would draft an interior defensive lineman. I don't know if they would move him out. Like if they draft him, he's playing in the interior. That's something I like. So I, I even though he wouldn't be the guy I take, I wouldn't mind him taking Rashawn. All Gary. I,
0: all I know is if if the Lions are up at eight and you have a, names like Devin White, Montez Sweat, even Rashawn Gary, Matt think- Oliver, if those names are on the board. And you take TJ Hawkinson, I'm gonna drop to my knees. Honestly, that's my biggest no. No no one, no one can sell me that like this guy is the guy you needed. That's the thing. If you didn't sign Jesse James, I'd be like,
1: okay, I guess that's your you're 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 committing to him, right? You're committing to Hawkinson. You're not even doing that if you pick him because there's still competition at the position. Anyone you draft with the eighth pick should be able to come in and start right away. Am I wrong? I mean, unless it's a quarterback, maybe in a top ten. Yeah, I just oh, – if we take him, I will be sick. That's my biggest null I, for the strap, and it's not because I don't like him. I think
2: – i I'm, like, turning in a th- full three City because I don't want Hodgson because I don't want – I feel like a tight end is a position you don't need to t- draft in the top ten. But I feel like it would be, like, slapping and, like, showing, like, Bob quinn out some balls. If he – like, I said earlier, like, if he did – all the backlash, he's like, this is the guy I want. All right. Fair like, I think it, it would – I, I would also put him on a, a shorter timeline because if it doesn't work out, it's going to be magnified because you got a lot of guys around here that yeah. are going to be per, productive NFL players. Yeah. Like, like if if Devin White's there, they should draft him. I agree with you. I yeah. just don't think he'll get there. The
1: Bob Quinn has balls move that I would like better <laughs> would be trading up for Josh Allen because that yeah, would that would sure. be insane. I mean, that'd be crazy. I'd th- be super
2: I, excited. If I we think got... if he dropped the five, it's a possibility. Yeah, but yeah, I, I well don't he, think. Yeah, you're not gonna go, go to to three. Get, fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I do want to
0: bring it up because I've unfortunately had to look at mock drafts where the lions are taking a
2: quarterback at eight. Oh, I don't
0: think, I don't think any of us believe that will happen. I,
2: so there's a lot of NFL sources according. This is the team that people sneaky think they want a quarterback this draft. They don't know if it's the first round, but they sneaky want one.
0: If if the Lions draft a quarterback at 8, I might not watch this season. I would be that bitter. I think, I think anyone who Stafford's has... Stafford's
2: not going anywhere. So. I, well,
0: I'm just saying I think anyone who has any expert, quote-unquote expert, who has the Lions taking like Dwayne Haskins at 8 needs to lose their job. Listen, I if like, the Lions take a there's quarterback There's not really, at really eight. any
2: experts anymore who have that. Absurd.
0: Yeah, he, if you it, tell me you've not seen people
2: have like, yeah, like their first spot draft where they're like Sad. trolling, Sad. Here's trying to get it, it
1: cannot happen, it will not happen. If it does happen, I will single handedly file a lawsuit against Matt Millen because he has some kind of involvement in this. I'm just saying, <laughs> this, 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 <laughs> Bob, Quinn won't, Bob <laughs> Quinn won't do this. Bob Quinn won't right. do this, like, please. So what tell me, tell d- me he draft, won't.
2: What if he draft if they draft oh. a quarterback at eight? Give me something we could make you do on video <laughs> on video. <laughs> That's something that like would be funny, or you'd have been or since you're so'll so sing, I'll, about sing it. I'll sing some karaoke. Would you wear like a bunch of patch or stuff like with a no, cheese? No, I hat. won't do that Ooh, for yeah. any reason. I will not I'll wear a cheese. We'll figure it out. If, if that
0: happens, we'll figure it out. So what's I guess something,
2: what's something like funny and like appropriate? I don't know, eat something weird. Dude, I'll be so upset. Eat I will crow. Be <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eat, crow. eat crow. We literally eat crow. Oh my goodness. We literally
0: eat crow. Yeah. Um I guess so. My question the being with the quarterback thing is in this draft, do you think it will happen? And if so, no. when?
2: I I actually do think they'll probably draft a quarterback, probably like fourth or fifth round. Okay, I fair. I don't
1: think they will. If they do, it's going to be like Connell said, fourth or fifth, and I'll be okay with it. I well, won't like the,
0: it. Who are the QBs in the roster? Like Tom Savage and Connor Cook? Isn't that like yeah, the other? Hey, Cook. Con- never so, stop
2: believing, Connor <laughs> Cook, baby. Let's go. So
1: that's that's my <laughs> He's thing. He's a leader. Come on. Obviously, you're not going to get Stafford's production and any backup quarterback across the league. So I'm of the I'm of the mindset that if Stafford goes down, your season's done. I don't oh, see yeah. I don't see why you're wasting picks on. Quarterbacks and I know we we've guys we talked about Stafford till we were blue in the face all yeah. season long. My you guys know how I feel about him, like, but I at the same time I understand that his contract's gonna expire someday, and you're gonna need a young guy to come in unless you want to just chase vets for the rest of you know the next twenty years. Um, I I just I don't see it this year. I don't right. think it's the right move this year. I, I next agree. year next year go for it. There's all those all those I. Jake Fromm, all those. Yeah, play. I don't even want to get into it.
0: But. Yeah, in my in my opinion, the way I look at quarterbacks in the draft, like this is, and maybe it's a ridiculous opinion to have. The only time I believe that you should draft, like I, I, I try to figure a way how to put this, if you don't have a quarterback problem. Quarterback problem meaning. Like you're the Jets and you have Josh McCown and you're like a guy that you're not sure about, not a a true starter. You're either drafting a quarterback with your first pick Mm -hmm. or you're not drafting at all. There are so many quarterbacks that float in free agency. And like you said, Trent, the quarterback is the most important position on the field, potentially in sports. There are 32 NFL starting quarterbacks, and 20 jobs. of them
1: are franchise quarterbacks. And, and,
0: and if your if your starting quarterback goes down, your season is yeah, over. It's unless done. you're rostering Matthew Stafford and Drew Brees on the same roster. Yeah, like so. If for the Lions, if you're not taking a quarterback at eight, which you're not, I'm not saying that next year you can't go take your guy in the first round. Yeah. Is is to groom a guy behind Stafford, and I think he understands that, but. You're not a team that has, like, an Alex Smith or a Josh McCown where you don't have a proven starter. You have a guy who had a down year who people are mad about because people just like the bitch and negativity sells. Yeah. So if you're not drafting a quarterback at one, no, you're not wasting a fourth through seventh round pick on a quarterback. I just Get don't see players the players that can play. Because, that, I mean, I, just real
1: quick to wrap this up, I just don't. The, my, my thing is that Patricia is building this team in his image on defense, and I yes. trust it 100%. I do. we got to see it this year. Because six and ten isn't good. You fired Jim Caldwell because nine and seven wasn't good enough. Right. I gotta see it this year, and I think we will. My thing is Patricia's building around defense. This is an opportunity for the defense to get richer. Just, just for as deep of a defensive draft as this is, that's where you gotta be.
0: I do want to throw out on our Twitter page at Motown underscore Rundown through the poll out today with the Lions draft preview today. Who would you like to see the Lions take? It eight fifty-seven percent went defensive lineman or defensive end. 7% 7% tight end slash wide receiver, 29% said O-line, which we have not talked about yet, and 7% said a quarterback. So whoever that 7% was, get out of here. But this leads me to my last question as we wrap up the Lions draft extravaganza. The most important need to fill through the draft?
2: Defensive line. Either, I, I mean, I know they play 3-4 now, so it's not really defensive line. So defensive line and outside linebackers, I, I, I just think that's like The basic need. It's just defense on a whole. Yeah, it is because it's Patricia. uh, Yeah. yeah. So I I would say defense. I I know you wanted probably more not as broad of an answer. I would say the – dad. this is tough. And there's music playing on my tablet. Cool. Nice, yeah, I Just know. Excellent, yeah, I know. <laughs> nice. Shout out to CBS Sports, you idiots! I don't want to re- watch your pop ups. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Little outburst there, little outburst there. But yeah, I would probably say defensive line and outside linebacker.
1: So too. I agree with the trenches. I always, you know, say football is mm-hmm. one of the trenches. I am like a huge like
2: offensive traditionalist line. guy. You kind of need some offensive. Yeah, line so too. offensive
1: line because TJ Lang's out, and so I am going to say specifically from like third round to seventh round, I want to see a, some secondary players taken an offensive line.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, i would agree. Agree. I think you Completely get your edge agree.
1: rushers and your linebackers up front and then after that you build depth elsewhere
0: i might go a little bit off the beaten path here i don't have a good answer for a specific position but i think you need more playmakers on offense yes
1: okay i, I so I, yeah. so
0: that being said whether you whether hawkinson's your guy at eight which i hope it's not yeah. i'd rather have his buddy who had the same stats second in round. the second round yeah so whether it's whether it's that guy, whether you take an offensive lineman, there's yeah. been there's been talks of offensive linemen yeah. at, at eight.
1: And honestly,
2: you uh, know what? That's not gonna
0: happen.
1: I would I be, hope it doesn't. There's no reason to. Aim, there's but... not reason to. But here's the thing: Taylor Decker, Frank Ragnall, Graham Glasgow. That's your young trio. Rick Wagner's eh. He's getting paid too much for my Stinks. liking, but whatever. He's he's yeah. he's okay. Like this team, this this unit was good towards the end of the year. So they're missing. I mean, TJ Lang's out. So you got you got to fill that with some somebody. I don't know where Crosby, they'll do it. Maybe. But, you you got to do it somewhere. So but, I agree. Yes. Yeah,
0: so whether it is an offensive lineman that you take in, you know, the third round, second round, that you think can be a guy that can develop and maybe take a starting spot. Wide receiver. I mean, you have Kenny Galladay, who I think is a legend. I love Kenny. Yeah. Marvin Jones.
2: i You use the word legend too loosely sometimes. I, I just legend. I love good him. Year. I love him. I love him. He's a legend. He's a savior. That's it. He's uh, the savior. It loose. Yeah, it's Maybe loose. it is
0: too loose. He's a legend. I love him. But we need a slot guy because yes. Amendola,
1: unless he loves the M&M at every home game, which he might, yeah. uh, he's not coming back after this year.
2: Marvin Jones, too. Patience oh, running Can we talk thin. about Danny Amendola just throwing nuts on Instagram? Dude, Didn't see that. He's did got a see-
1: chill. Yeah, yeah.
2: Did. <laughs> What happened? Oh, dude. His girlfriend is just... Basically banging Kygo now. Yeah, is uh, no Olivia Colpo. Oh, she's like Instagram famous, and they were like he's in a vortex. Basically, yeah, like and, <laughs> and he's like what he basically like had like Instagram like paragraphs on paragraphs talking about his like love life and how like oh it's not worth but like. That's great. He's just, That's salty. just what we need. No, he's just literally <laughs> yeah, right. he's just mad because like Tygo's, like banging his girl. Yep. Oh. That is the only reason. Like, dude, just hit the gym and and he's like, you're a me, rocket too, dude. Touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Well, yes, I think
0: you need to have guys around if you can find like I don't not on the whole DK Metcalf train. I'm not. I'm not all about it. If you can find these little, like when Galladay was a sneaky little weapon, you found third round. Find someone that you can that can run. And they, Stafford can just throw the ball up, and someone grabs it. I need him to get weapons. I, I just this year for me is such a just. I'm gonna be a Matthew Stafford apologist all year long. And when the season ends, if they're six and ten or five and eleven, I might have to just put the jersey away and go. Okay, Matt, we appreciate your time here. Time it might be on. time to move on. This is this might be the year for me. Frayer, I, I, by the way, Kelly Stafford's doing great. No, that's awesome. Yeah, love up. to see that. Yeah. Anyway,
2: <laughs> and by the way, people who get mad at Kelly Stafford, I I always love been it. on this bandwagon. You got mad at Kelly Stafford, like on Instagram. No one's talking about like during the year. People, yeah, did yeah. That. No, I oh, never oh, understood. Oh, oh, no, that. no, no, no. I'm saying I love it. Like that,
0: she that she gets like worked up.
2: Like what do you, what is what do people expect her to do? Like not to defend her husband? Right, like, yeah. it, they, I, well, especially because he's like, not even what, on social media. So yeah, like he,
0: what? Like what?
1: She's like people's in. They like I'm gonna go for Kelly. Like this is dirty. Yeah,
0: people are the worst. Get yeah. the hell out of here. People are the worst. Well. Are we comfortable with that draft extravaganza? Yeah. dude? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Well, the draft is on Thursday. We will have, a, I think it's our last show of the semester. Matt Millen,
1: burn all your...
2: All, I don't even know what I want help. to say. Hey, he's, hey, hey, <laughs> he's a no help. Hey, stop. Chill on Matt Millen. <laughs> Every
1: <laughs> way that you can possibly communicate to the city
2: of Detroit, cut it off. I'll pay Night. you. He, he's feeling better, but prayers up, Matt Miller. Yes, too. prayers up, Matt Miller. All right, I hate that guy. Okay, okay. <laughs> One that, pride. Is, that is all
0: for today's episode of the Motown Rundown. For Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins, I am Ryan Submit any questions, comments, or suggest topics for the show. If you have any concerns, you can submit those. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Motown underscore rundown on Twitter or on Facebook at the Motown Rundown page. Don't miss a single episode of the Motown Rundown. Subscribe, to impact WDBM on iTunes. New episodes every week. We will see you next time. You have been listening to the Motown Rundown brought to you by Impact 89 FM WDBM. For all your Michigan State and Detroit sports coverage, visit impact89fm.org/slash sports and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes.
2: Get up,